Well, let me tell you this story. Okay, so, I'm interested in this. It's driving here, feeling great, beautiful evening, looking forward to coming to the curling club. Didn't even know we'd be broadcasting here on sheet nine. <laughs> and uh, so a bird flits in front of me on the road and just lands. And, you know, Pete, like we have a in very Seinfeldian kind of lore, we have a deal with the birds and we have a deal with the squirrels. It's like we <laughs> we tolerate them provided they get out of our way. Yeah. Right. Y- sure. We walk in the path. Squirrels jet. We walk and we drive. Birds mm-hmm. jet. Sparrow lands in front of me thinking, <clears throat> <laughs> no, he's, he's not going to. And then I just ran over him like, oh, oh he no. did. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, that was rough. Because then you know when you run it over. Like, it's not like, ooh, did it, did it happen? It, it happened. Yeah. It's, it happened. This is all over. Oh, no. You're listening to Stonecast, Curling in the Twin Cities, with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Lisney. Today we're interviewing Marin Barrett, a junior curler from the St. Paul Curling Club. If you want to send us feedback, go to our website, stonecast.rocks, click on the About Us button, and fill out the form to send us a message. We're at the St. Paul Curling Club. We're right outside the ice ice maintenance here. We're with Marin Barrett. Hi, everyone. And Jordan Wicklin, who's got a cold. So talk a little bit about, uh, obviously down here at, for junior curling, yep. and you are on a junior curling team. I am. Tell me a little bit about your team. Who's on the team? Um, who's the best player? Who's the <laughs> nicest? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, they're all going to listen to this. I don't know. Well, okay, so I'll quick introduce them. This year, our order was, I had Anna Netterberg as my lead. Um, my second was Sydney Warch, and then uh, my vice skip was Anya Normando, and then I skipped the team. We've been kind of messing with things during spring week to hopefully try out a different run and kind of see if we might do a different order next year. The best curler on the team is hard. I don't know. I don't feel, answer that. that I was, that's a yeah, terrible question. I don't know because you know it's a team sport. Yeah, I mean, if I suck one night, that doesn't always mean that we're going to lose. Or if someone's really good, that doesn't always mean we're going to win. So that's for sure. And they're all super sweet. They're my literally my sisters because I have an older brother, so I don't have any sisters. But Anya and Sydney are both sophomores like I am, and then Anna's a freshman, so it's kind of nice. We're all just about the same age. It's not like we're going to age out of juniors and then leave all of them, or it's going to not be awkward. So um, This was our first full season curling together. We, I had Sydney and I were on the same team the season before that with two girls from Mankato, but it got a little bit difficult because they're obviously an hour and a half away. So they would try and come up for most juniors, um, but obviously if we're like, oh, hey, we have nothing going on, let's have a practice, it's a little bit harder when they're an hour and a half away. Um, so we decided to part ways. It was still kind of fun to see them at bond spiels and stuff. But So we decided to try out Spring League last year to see how the team dynamics worked and such. And so um, you guys kind of caught us taking our picture and our dresses tonight because that's how we ended last year. And so we're like, might as well come full circle with our first season together. So it was a lot of fun. Did you do bond spiels together we did so we're kind of taking the more competitive route i mean most of us i'm pretty sure are wanting to be competitive curlers and so we went how many so we went to madison for their junior bond spiel that one's super fun because it's really competitive because it's right before the um wisconsin playdowns and so that's where all their junior teams are like getting hyped up and getting ready and really at their competitive point of the season 
And then we went to Duluth for the Elizabeth Bushy Memorial Bonspiels, kind of like the Kyle Satrum. Is that that I Heart EB? Is that? Yeah, that's. I was wearing that shirt tonight. It's. They have little cool little patches. Uh, my brother's team actually won the competitive boys division this year, and it was also fun because it's there. It's competitive, and then there's the more novice division, and so the competitive division is split up into men's and women's, and so we were able to play the exact same teams that we were going to be playing like two weeks later in state playdown. So it was another fun way to get more practice against them. Then we had state playdowns, and then the rug spiel and the Kyle Satchum, and then now just spring league to finish it off. How'd you do at state playdowns? So we were runner-up. We were going to be like the runner-up to go to nationals if um, one of the teams couldn't make it. it. There was four women's team and women's teams, and we made it third place. We're hoping to make it in the top two this year, because for Minnesota, Minnesota and Wisconsin, I don't know if there's any other states get two women's teams um, to go, whereas a lot of the other states just get one. So this year it was the Quello rink won it. But yeah, they're, they were, they're a super fun team to play. I love playing against them. Do you have a coach? Uh, yeah. So this year it was uh, Guy Normando, so Anya's dad. It used to be my dad when it was Sydney and I and the two girls from Mankato. But he was also coaching my brother's team, so it was a little bit rough at some bond spiels. And I don't know, it just made it easier for him to be able to focus in and put all of his effort into one team. And then it was nice because Guy's always at our our bond spiels anyway, so it's really helpful. We don't have to pay for his hotel room or his driving. What was the biggest learning moment from the ice this year? Biggest learning moment? Or maybe just a memorable one. I mean, I guess overall it's just been working with a new team. I mean, I've always curled with Sydney, but the year before that, she had to miss a couple of things for like family events or vacations. So just curling with new people has definitely been a learning experience. I mean, well, the first two bond spiels we played in, I couldn't play because I broke my foot. Um, so that was definitely like getting to kind of get the perspective of a coach and how stressful it can be behind the ice or behind the glass when you can't say anything. Because in Madison, I couldn't curl at all. The doctor didn't want me walking on it at all. I was able to go out. They have, like, carpeting behind, kind of like we do on both ends of their sheets. And so the other coach was like, okay, you guys are getting ready for playdowns just like our boys' team are. So he said, go ahead and go out there, and you can kind of talk strategy with your skip. And so that was really helpful, but that was just for a couple ends of one game. And then the Elizabeth Bushy was fun because I went out in my big honking boot and just skipped the whole game I didn't throw it all but I couldn't really talk with my team because it took a while to walk from one end to the other with a big boot so that was definitely a learning moment to not be able to do as much like you kind of just have to stand back because as a skip you kind of want to help out and say hey this was good how about we try that and you can't really always do that so the first time I met you I think was last year at the that spiel what was that the, spiel the rug spiel the rug spiel yeah yeah and actually i think you subbed in on our team probably because i didn't play last year we didn't get our team in uh fast enough so i think i i subbed a couple times yeah just to get a couple games and i was going to be down there anyway so might as well have yeah curled. and you were um playing a lot of cribbage and wearing a dorky hat the dorky hat is just part of the package it's kind of fun now, this is, well, hold on. I have, I have a brief interlude here. This is a, a great loop back to our first podcast with your father, Mike. Yes. When there was a contested cribbage tournament. And I have uh, 
my buddy Jeff, who you might remember. Yep, I remember Jeff, uh, for sure. I'm sure it would be open to another another challenge. It's on. It is on. <laughs> I uh, I kind of veered your way. I felt there were one too many rematches. Yeah, I mean, but I don't want to. I don't. I, you know, I'm not. Uh, I, I I don't have the clearest memory. I didn't understand that format. Like, yeah, because they already like, changed it this the year. The format was very. Oh, what odd. was the format this year? Well, so before when I played it more, it was there was the first um, draw time had a hat going, then the second draw time had a hat going, and whoever had it at the end of the night, those two hats played each other for the pot of money. But this year, it was each draw still had a hat, and then in the money pouch. Um, there was a sheet of paper, and each time you won, so you put your name down, and each time you won, you put an X next to it. So it was whoever had the most wins, which is kind of interesting, because um, it was like, if you weren't playing or something like that, you could keep playing cribbage, but like some of the your fellow curlers from that draw like couldn't. I don't know. It was a little bit different. I liked that it wasn't just the luck of the draw that you won that one specific game to be able to go for it. But it was interesting. Yeah, I did it five years ago, and it was just a bracket draw. Oh, yeah? It was just a totally normal bracket draw. And to make up, I think, only like 16 people signed up beforehand. Okay, and they that's just, probably And they why. just had a random bunch of buys for, you know, to make 16. Mm-hmm. And then it was easy. I got fourth, I think. I lost to Marty... What's his face? Anyway. <laughs> nice guy. We, we Not it. familiar with that. Is that Irish? <laughs> what's his face? Marty, Could what's be. his face? That's anyway. interesting. All right, so I've got this new thing that I want to try. Yeah, what is this new thing? I've got this box of inappropriate questions. <laughs> and I'm oh. going to draw one. This is a great idea. This is fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to draw one, and I'm going to ask you it. It's just one, okay. it's, We're just one step away from playing Cards Against Humanity, humanity with our yes. guests now. Oh, my gosh. Which moment from your life would you choose to relive if you could? I mean, I'm not normally a person of regret, but if we're still talking about curling here, I can definitely tie this one in. So, Rugspiel this year, this was not a pleasant moment. It was my team, like my team of girls, my like regular junior team versus my dad's team. His, I think it was his normal Sunday night team. It might have been a couple different guys. But we were doing pretty well, and then we were down, had to have been by like four. And we were coming home, I think the fourth end or the sixth end, it was some even end. And I was skipping like normal, and I had a nice open, wide open draw for five, which would have meant with the scoreboard we would have been up by one going into like the fifth or the seventh. So we would have been in a pretty decent spot considering we were down by four. They had this awkward like uh, rock center line, not in the house though. So I was like, oh, I'm fine. I can be anywhere deep, anywhere short. And I was narrow. And push theirs in. They got one, but of course that meant then we were down by five. And I was, I don't know, it was a bad line call because I could I could tell it was a little bit light. So I was like, if we leave it, it'll just come up short. We'll just get our four. That's cool, too. I didn't call them off. So that would be something that I would probably relive. Why would you want to relive that? I would want to forget about that. I'd like to relive. Oh, I don't know. Is that like a try over or is it just relive? I could have reread the question and say, which moment from your dad's life <laughs> would you choose to relive for him so he could enjoy it? Yeah, because, I mean, every child wants to beat their dad, and especially yeah. when it's a sport that, I mean, we can both play, which is super cool. Yeah, that's what I like about curling is we can curl with our dad. Our mom has tried it. It's, she, she likes to be behind the glass more, um, but it's fun because we can curl with or against your whole family for a long time. So. Yeah, my parents curled here for one year in, uh, <laughs> in like 82 to 83, 
and they said it was the like wildest kind of social activity they did before they had kids. They used mm-hmm. to, uh, they lived in Eden Prairie, so they would they would come here, like yeah, we'd meet the teams out before the match, then we'd, you know, can you say that name with any more disgust? Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie. <laughs> they lived in like. Eden, Eden Prairie? Prairie. Yeah, who wants to live in Eden Prairie? Shutters, as he says. Or Richfield. Doesn't uh, AP live in Eden Prairie? Who cares where AP lives? <laughs> he already promised the state of Minnesota the Super Bowl. I know. I'm so excited. Well, unless too many birds hit the stadium and the stadium <laughs> collapses, then we'll be in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn for the worst right there. <laughs> that was very upsetting, Jordan. Well, but we're going for that more acerbic invective, that biting. I don't think you want to go there. Throat. You know what? I'm Norwegian. <laughs> Never <laughs> argue with I'm a Norwegian. Swedish. Come I was on. like, what does that have to do with thinking? Okay. Our people I'm used to Irish. snort opium and run into <laughs> battle naked. That's why they called them berserkers. <laughs> so I noticed on Facebook, mm-hmm. you've been. Uh, posting a lot recently about all sorts of awards and things that you have it's won. It's been a busy week, that's for sure. Key Club. Key Club. Key Club. I love Key Club. Key Club is probably my favorite thing at the high school. If I had to pick my favorite thing overall, it's always curling because it's so much fun. But Key Club Agreed. is Agreed. I love so curling. True. I mean, you can do it your whole life. It's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, so Tuesday was our Key Club award ceremony. And so I got inducted in as president for next year. So that's going to be super exciting. Thank you. What is Key Club? So Key Club, I like to explain it as our student council, which I'm a part of this year. Um, we cater and kind of serve our school as a whole, but Key Club, as well as NHS, National Honor Society, serves the community. Um, so if a church has an event going on, like a fall festival or something, and they need helpers, they'll email our Key Club account and be like, hey, I need 10 people from noon to 2 and then another 10 people from like 2 to 4 or something like that. We'll set up a sign-up. People will be able to do that. So churches, school carnivals, we get. Um, we sometimes will go to Feed My Starving Children. It's just all about service, pretty much. So that's one thing I love doing. So I was secretary this year, and then I was the freshman grade representative, so I didn't have official jobs, but I was just kind of the added helper last year. So next year will be fun to take on that big leadership role. So then, yeah, I also yeah, lettered in it and then got outstanding member, which... Um, means I served 75 total hours or more. So Cool. I was on an organization like that called Exec Board. Oh, that's cool. In uh, high school. Yeah, it was, it was only upperclassmen, and it was, it was really competitive. You had to interview with last year's seniors, you know, who were on their way out. Yeah. And then we put on the plays, and we put on the socials, and we helped so out cool. with the dances, and we did fundraisers, and you were kind of in the eye of the student body a lot, so it was super fun. So a lot of us were on... <laughs> Student uh, government <laughs> boards as well. All right, there's a van leaving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yikes. It's a big van. Yeah, he can. Why, you know, why would you have a board, something like that, that's competitive? Like, wouldn't you want as many people involved as possible? It sounds like a club that's like, oh, it was you know what? Exec board you're press. not, you know, you're not on Not the everybody board. can be an executive uh-huh. like you. I feel like they kind of, like, want the best of the best. Just like, I don't know, for Key Club, you don't have to interview for it's just like if you want to serve you serve yeah well because i don't know have you heard of kiwanis oh yeah that's like the adult version and so there is i'm gonna see if i can get the order right i think it's k kids is in elementary school builders club is in middle school key club is high school then circle k is college and then kiwanis would be just adulthood after that so you can serve from the moment you're a tiny little tot all the way up if you want so 
Yeah, I think I it's think super the fun. I think the Kiwanis though isn't that the organization that uh, protects the Shroud of Turin? <laughs> is it the Shroud of Turin or is it the uh, uh, Holy Grail? One of those two, the the Kiwanis. <laughs> Are like the Knights Templar Kiwanis, something I like that. One was real and one was a myth, <laughs> and one and Indiana Jones has probably oh. found them both. True. Which True. one, the Shroud of Turin or the the Cup of Christ, is is a myth, Jordan? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. I was going to say this is a heated discussion. Though. Yeah, I don't want to get heated. <laughs> I just want to talk about Indiana Jones. Indiana. But Jones I had no idea that Key Club and Kiwanis were at all. Related, yeah. So to nor be that there to... was the intermediary. Yeah, it's it's really the cool. Circle K. You know what they say about the Circle K? What's that? Strange things afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> Who says that, Jordan? Uh, Bill and Ted. So you're having. Uh, you told me you're having a birthday party at the curling club. Yeah. I mean, I had one at uh, Four Seasons when I turned 14, but that was with, like, family and friends, so super big. But this will just be kind of small. And St. Paul's more my home than Blaine is. I love curling at Blaine. It's so much fun. Are you expecting a big present for your sweet 16? I would. I think you deserve it. Not really. I mean... <laughs> you didn't ask know. your dad for a car or something? No, the biggest thing I'm asking for is a new curling broom, probably. Oh. So Attached to a car? I mean, why not? Sure. What kind of curling broom do you want? <laughs> um, I forget what the name it, name of it is, but it's by Balance Plus. I love Balance Plus stuff. Um, it's like the new. Everyone was using Light it. Speed. Probably it weighs like nothing. Yeah, and I just got one. Really, so jealous. It's like the neon yellow one, right? Yep. Yeah, because yeah. everyone was using that at Curling Night in America, and it's almost like the hard line. Everyone says they're illegal brooms, whatever. It's like the same kind of style, but. I like the I like the pad better on Balance Plus brooms because I feel like I know you like the sweeping of a hardline broom does a lot, but I always feel like I'm more effective for some reason. If if it makes me feel better, might as well. Yeah. Do you have a job? I don't. I'm gonna probably get one um, this summer because our mission our mission trip our marching band is going to Hawaii. I'm super excited. Um, going yeah. to Hawaii? Yeah. So it's the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. So we oh. get to perform. Go to the um, Arizona. Yeah, I think we're going on the USS Arizona and possibly one other ship. And then we're going to do the Waikiki Holiday Parade because it's going to be over Thanksgiving. So we'll get to do the Waikiki Holiday Parade. We get to go, you know, Dole Pineapple, like that canned pineapple. We're going to go to their, like, plant or something. And it was super funny because our band directors went on, it was... It was, like, their practice trip or something. They wanted to go see, like, where we'd be going. So they took some cool pictures with, like, pineapple, like, um, soft serve ice cream and stuff. So it should be super fun because we're not doing too much. It's not going to be, like, boom, boom, boom. You have to, like, perform, perform, perform. We'll have, like, a couple of performances here and there. We get to hike up an inactive volcano. It'll be super cool. Even cooler if it, like, becomes mildly active. <laughs> mildly active. I wonder to if that see happens. some stuff. Yeah. Do you know there's a curling club in Hawaii? Is there seriously? Yep, and uh, they they have a big bank sponsored. It's a, it's an arena club, but they have a big mm. bank sponsored curling event, and I think in November. Ooh. You should look it up. Maybe you could. I go. mean, I was gonna say my dad's chaperoning, so we could be like, "We'll see you all in a couple hours, and we're gonna go curl." Other than your family members mm-hmm. and your teammates and present company, because I'm <laughs> sure that who do you really admire at the club? At the club, or in just in the Twin Cities curling world. Oh, 
That's a good question. The Twin Cities curling world or, hmm. I or mean, Minnesota or Canada. I mean, uh, I really like. Just don't pick someone from Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. I'm just kidding. It's almost as bad uh, as uh, Eden Prairie. Eden Actually, Prairie. I, really, was, no. I like Wisconsin. I They've love got Wisconsin. great supper clubs. And I don't know. They just have really cool curlers. I always like curling there because yeah. it's more fun to hang out with them afterwards. Okay. My, like, curling idol. Is that kind of what you're asking? Oh, that sounds good. Is that? Okay. Yeah, that's a good thing we said uh, current company excluded. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you guys are really up there. Um, if we're talking Canada, I really like Rachel Holman. I used to be the lead on my team before we switched over, and then I became the skip because everyone was a little bit more hesitant about it, so I was like, I'll go for it. So my dad told me that I needed to watch more competitive curling and more like world-class curling to get more of the strategy down and like that sort of thing. So I've watched way too much curling in my free time. I don't know if it's really possible to have too much curling, but but yeah. So if we're talking Canada, I really like Rachel Ullman because um, she was big in juniors too a while back. As far as like the U.S., I met Alice in Pottinger once. It was really cool. Like, it was literally... Well, she curls here. Yeah, that's what I mean. But she came one time when I was just, like, randomly... It wasn't, like, juniors or anything. And she literally said, like, two words to me. But it was so cool because I saw her behind the glass. I was with my team. I was like, guys, guys, look. And they're like, who is that? I was like, how do you not know who that is? I was, like, totally freaking out. And then she came out. And literally, you know what she said to me? She's like, hey, is anyone on sheet seven? I was like, no. But it was so exciting because I was like, she talked to me. You're expecting her to say... You know what? You have just natural talent. Please join my team. Let's yeah. go to the Olympics together. No, we just <laughs> lost so and so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think junior-wise, Taylor and Sarah Anderson are definitely super cool to watch because they're on the high-performance team uh, last year and this year. We played against Taylor. That's so cool. That was because yep. I was looking. I got the email, of course, from Four Seasons. I get all of them, and it was like the list of the celebrity skips, and those two were on there. And I mean, like. When you see, like, John Schuster and stuff, it's, like, super cool because they're Olympians. But then I feel like I look up more almost to the juniors just because, like, I could play against them sometime or play with them sometime. It'd be super cool. It's more realistic, I feel like, to me, but still really cool. So to see those names, they're, they seem really cool. I don't know. Yeah, they, they are really cool, except when you mistake Taylor for her twin sister, Sarah. Yeah. And, uh, or rather, vice versa. Yeah. I, I was at the bar getting a drink for our team or something. Mm-hmm. And I meant, I said, hey, great match, Taylor. Just saying hi. And she's like, I'm, I'm her sister. <laughs> nice. okay. Actually, I was... One has straight hair and one has curly hair. Yeah. It all looks the same in a ponytail. Come on, man. <laughs> I overheard somebody at the uh, the spiel this weekend say that the way they tell them apart is that they're sponsored by two different shoe manufacturers. <laughs> See, also useless at the bar. So they look at their yeah. curling shoes and then... You would think they'd be sponsored by the same... Team, or like same company if they're on like the same yeah, team. Maybe they're not sponsored. Maybe they just wear different shoes. I don't True. know. Do you have any questions for us? Any questions for you guys? I don't know. What got you into this um, podcast? Have you not read our website? No, I've only listened to the <laughs> podcast. Is, no one has read the <laughs> I'm website. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, so we went to a bond spiel in North Carolina. We were flying back and we had a great time. And before we left, we ate a ridiculous amount of food. And nice. I think that we did that, and then, but we were on the plane, and Jordan and I were just talking, and I, we both listened to podcasts, and I said, I've always thought it'd be kind of fun to do one around curling, mm-hmm. uh, not and around curling around the social aspect, you know, just kind of the stuff like because curlers are cool people, and oh, sure. it's a fun sport, and you always have neat conversations, are really interesting, and, yeah. and Jordan I, was like, 
I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agreed. I said I'm not even qualified, much less interested in really analyzing the, the greater, the, the like world scene as it's happening. It's, yeah. like, it's not really, we don't need any more of those. I can tell you yeah. all about the world scene. It's messed up. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Birds hitting buildings. <laughs> Ice melting? No, that's it. That's I'm totally a, that's kicking also you off this podcast. Jordan yeah. running over sparrows. Did you I Jordan mean, killing sparrows? Was, on the did way you do the that? Pod? Did you kill? Is that what happened? When I went to oh my yeah, car? yeah. This was the tragic story I was yeah. going to tell you. Yeah, you. You can just that. listen to it earlier. Yeah. You know what else will blow your mind? <laughs> Applause. You need to. You need to add that at the end of everything. It makes it seem like we have a live right, audience. Everybody go to a. <laughs> this is Bluegrass Beyonce. One, two, three. Marn, thanks for uh, coming to our podcast recording. This has been a great time. It's so much fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. A lot of good energy here. <laughs> Every time I play music, I start yelling. You don't have to yell, but... No. Yeah. It's all good. This is a catchy song. Isn't it, though? Bluegrass Beyonce. Hey. <laughs> Dance moves go great with it. <laughs>